0: All right, so we are on the last episode here, the final one, number three, I think. If you guys have not gotten this far, I, 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 you have to go back and listen. This isn't going to make any sense. So now we're sitting in April? Yeah. April, okay. So southern side, you guys are going to go help the boys that were down inside of um, Mariupol. Mm-hmm. Okay, take the reins. I'm mm-hmm. here just listening just like everybody else.
1: So the idea was that there was going to be um, a major offensive, and then we were just going to be a part of it. Um, but they needed guys that knew how to use javelins that could take out armor. So I had linked back up with our former unit, our original unit, and we just went out to the to the front for the most part. We went out to... Well, it was a little bit behind the front, but it was just shy of their uh, mortar range and artillery. So we're at a safe house, and we're there for a few days just prepping and everything, and I'm, I'm meeting... Like, a, a bunch of guys that had linked up with the team that I hadn't met before. Um, like, they had linked up with the unit, like, up in the north while I was down in the south. Um, and they had a lot of success. Like, all these guys were a part of the, you know, complete liberation of Urban. And, I mean, while I was down in the south, I mean, the Russians had pulled out of the north completely. And that was wild. It was like, that was awesome. Like, we were part of that. That's, that's amazing. And it just felt really good. So all these guys, you know, more Brits and more Americans. Um, One guy that ended up being, like, my team leader at a point, which I'll just say his name because he's a pretty public figure, uh, Ken. Um, He was a rock SEAL, Republic of Korea. Um, Very solid guy. Um, Definitely takes planning much more seriously than a lot of other guys, which is great. It felt great to have that. Uh, we anyway. <laughs> so we, we get out to our safe house. We're planning like everything we can. Um they're doing recce Sniper buddy and a couple of our other buddies, they 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 did one recce where they they just pushed up to the wrong place, I would say. Um as soon as they went to this building they they took a a one twenty like right through the roof, didn't hear it or anything, but uh, just a, another one of those moments of just sheer miracle. Um, it, earth was soft enough that, and I think the vehicle was placed correctly enough that none of them were killed. The worst that happened was our buddy, a former Marine, um, super solid guy. He got hit in the back of the head by a brick by one that one that the mortar just decided to fling towards him. And that, you know, him up, but he was like, driving back. I'm driving back. So he straight up drove them back while his head's bleeding. He's just a fucking badass, like just a solid dude. And you know, they're all very rattled and they come back and you know, you know, they tell us everything like our, our buddies have like fucking blood down their neck. And that, that had me like very, I think that was the first time during the war that I really like worried for my friends, um, like genuinely worried for them because they were going back out on another recce right after that one. And I was just like, man, fuck. And it's literally just so mean, like, two other guys can go do a jab hit. And that's, like, the, the whole reason why they're doing it. So it felt, like, really, just felt, like, kind of responsible. Like, if something happens to them, you know? Yeah. So they went on the second recce, and I I just, just worrying the whole time, you know? Just worrying, like, oh, man, fuck. just hope they come back, you know? And they do. They come back, and... I was like, yeah, this is this should be a good way, good setup, all that. Um, so we start planning for this mission. Eventually that plan falls through. I don't know exactly what happened. I think the Russians had pushed up a little bit further ahead. So that plan was scrubbed. And then we went to a different AO. Um, it's, it's in the same AO, but it was just a different sector of it. And we linked up with unit there. And the plan was that from there, we were gonna go set up like an ambush and and basically kick off this this offensive operation with our ambush. That plan fell through as well. While we're actually at the front line, like we were in the houses right there and uh, on the front, and so we had to come up with a different plan. The, again, the Russians had pushed up just a little bit ahead, so they pushed up too far where we can't go to the ambush site. So we set up a plan Kin did where we were to like basically go down a tree line and see if we can find like a BTR or a tank that has been, that they've seen a couple of them in this area and you know, we're all planning we're going over stuff, uh, going over our equipment. And instead of both teams going out, it's just going to be our smaller team. We go to bed, we have a watch set up. Um, I was like the second to last watch. I think, uh, it was really strange. Very, very strange. Like during the night, there was a couple dogs around the area, and one was, like, sleeping beside the door, like, on this, like, patio or whatever. And another dog had come up, and I'm like, So oh, hey, what's up, buddy? And he just walked right past me, and I'm looking out with his little thermal. I'm like, eh, hopefully nothing comes this way. And while I'm looking around, all I hear is just sheer banshee screaming, like, screeching, like, murder to my right. And it, it's just these dogs, and they're just going at it. They're fighting to the death. I'm like, oh, my God. This is the loudest. This is fucking terror. It's, it's like again pitch black it's like a fucking horror story it's just happened right next to me and I'm like god <laughs> damn just I was like I'm gonna go in the door real quick I just went back inside while they're battling right outside because I don't want to get I don't want to be a part of that I'm not about to get like infected by a dog bite or some shit I refuse to go to the hospital again I refuse and that happens whatever <laughs> eventually dies down the dog walks away or something whoever won I don't know Go back to bed, sleep for like an hour. We get up; it's like four in the morning. Um, we just start prepping everything. You know, we get the the jabs set up. We there's just three javelin gunners at this point: um, myself, two buddies, uh, both army, former army, and we're all just going out there. They're carrying the the missiles. I felt bad; they're carrying the missiles. I was just carrying the clue. I'm just like, oh, go, go, go. go. Less heavy, but I did have a, this really strange battery setup that um, a guy down in the south had given me. He basically set up like a workshop where they're putting together motorcycle batteries to then connect to the clue. Like they had a 3D printer and all kinds of shit. And I'm just carrying this satchel of like this massive battery pack to use. I'm like, okay, this is cool. We push out along this tree line and we're going, we're going. Eventually we make it to the end of the tree line, which I can show you on the map, like where exactly we were at. We ended there and my buddy, the one with the the sniper rifle that was taking out BTRs and he had, you know, good optics. So he gets in the tree line, he's, you know, scrambles into it and he's just peering out. He finds a great target. It's like only 600 meters away and it's just a BTR 80 and it's just chilling there. Um, and I'm like, okay, this is good. This is good. But where they wanted me to fire from was like between our tree line and another one ahead. Just out in the open. And I was like, that's a terrible place to fire from. Just awful. Like they're gonna dust me immediately. So we we pulled back a little bit. And my buddy D, he he finds a perfect firing position in the tree line. Like there's there's back cover, everything, like back concealment or whatever. And I'm like, Okay, this can fucking work. So we just go prone and start crawling in with our 35 pound missiles. We're just, just pushing them against the leaves and dirt and all the branches and trying to get them over everything. And I eventually set up and I'm looking with the clue. I can see the BTR perfectly. Get the fucking jab up. I'm just sitting there, go to activate the missile, just sitting there. And it's like failure. I'm like, I just start like mouthing. I'm just like, and my buddy's like, what, are they rotating the turret on us? And I'm like, no, the fucking jab's <laughs> I was, I was just pissed. I was so pissed. And <laughs> I feel bad because I, like, ter- I, like, I freaked him out for a second because he thought we were about to get dusted. And I was like, no, 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 this jabs messed up. <sighs> so I, like, I just crawl back and I'm like, give me the other missile. Get the other missile set up. I go back to my position. It works perfectly. I lock on, and it's an easy lock. It's only 600 meters away. It's, it's perfect fire the missile, and we just bolt out of there. Like We don't watch the impacts or anything. We just get the fuck out of there. Um, So we start start sprinting down the tree line, eh, like 50 meters. Then we start walking. And (laughs) we're we're just walking along. And something I completely forgot to mention was, like, while we were in the tree line before I had fired, there was mortars going off around us and, like, overhead. And we couldn't tell if they were at us or at the tree line to our left because there were some Ukrainians over there. Um, and then they also had a fast mover at one point and we were like, Oh, they're about to bomb the shit out of our tree line. None of that happened, fortunately, but there was all these factors that we were just thinking of like, Oh man, Oh man, Oh man, we're just gonna, gonna get smoked. And fortunately we were able to get the missile off and then started backtracking it. We would go back down the tree line, but we obviously don't take the, the same way we came. Uh, we take a different route and lo and behold, they actually, they timed it pretty well. The Russians, they, uh, they started just nuking this, sh- like our infill area, like where we came from, just artillery and the sh- of it. And we're just looking over there like, damn, yeah, that could have been us. Um, but that's, you know, that's why they teach you, you know, never take the same infill. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So we, we make it back to the house and stuff. Um, we're out in the back. You know, we we drop our, I mean, bad etiquette, but we, we drop our armor and we're just like, yeah, smoking cigarettes. We're eating our fucking charcuterie board snacks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just just mad chilling, really. And once again, you know, we as soon as the Russians lose armor, they get just irritated. As you know, they just start nuking shit, just artillery all over. And you know, we're we're just chilling. And all of a sudden, we hear like a pretty rapid boom, 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 boom. Um, the Russians said they have like an automatic mortar system. Um, they put it in like I believe BTRs. And as soon as we heard that, we like scrambled. we like fucking picked up all our shit and ran like right to the cellar, which is right beside us. And yeah, they just started like mortaring the hell out of our, our village that we were in. Um, and we were just taking the mortars, you know, making jokes and stuff as we do like during it, all that. They eventually stopped. We wait a little bit. We go back outside and we start, you know, smoking again, eating our charcuterie board, which it actually was like just a piece of. Sh- with uh, random meats and cheeses we founded found, uh, so it was a real sh- charcuterie board. It was delicious. So myself and uh, my buddy D, the other javelin guy, uh, we go over to Alpha's house. We go to like see how they're doing and stuff. They're doing great, you know, just chilling. And you know, no sh- start taking mortars again. We go into their cellar. We're hanging out, making jokes again as we do, looking at all the pickled stuff they have in the <laughs> cellar. And they, they stop again, they stop firing again. So myself, well, I think it was just me, actually. I just ran back to, to Bravo. Then all of a sudden they, they just started mortaring a lot more, like a significant amount more. Um, And they had like really zeroed in. Like they actually hit Alpha's house while I was over at Bravo again. Um, And we got the radio call like, yeah, you know, Alpha's house was hit. And, you know, your, your gut just starts to sink, you know, every, your heart sinks, everything just sinks, you're like, fuck, dude, you stop making jokes, you know, you're actually, you're worried that someone's gotten hurt, or killed, um, but yeah, they, they just started shelling the hell out of us, um, and I think what they did was they just waited for us to get comfortable, they're like, oh yeah, just give them a few rounds, and they'll think, oh, we're done, and then they just started shelling as much as they could, um, And at that point, we decided that we we need to go because these aren't supposed to be uh, attacks where we we stick around for the aftermath. We're supposed to do hit and runs. And what we usually did was hit, pause, run. And it was just silly sometimes. Um, But we did make it out of there. And we got into our trucks and we just we drove out. I have a video of that as well. I'll show you. (laughs) But we're driving out and stuff. We make it back to our safe house. And we're like, yeah, yeah, you know, good hit, successful hit. Nobody's hurt again. Nobody's killed again. And we're doing just fine. And we're chilling back at the safe house. We got Starlink set up, you know, talking to like your families and let them know what's up. We're okay. All that shit. Um, And I'm starting to get like a headache a little bit when I go to bed. I'm like, "Eh, whatever. Tell our doc, he's former 18 Delta, so he knows what he's talking about. Uh, He's like, you should probably just be in a dark room for a little bit, you know. I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. But we wake up and... They want to take Alpha out on a mission because you know they weren't able to do the run before, and they were really hankering to get into it. So I'm like, yeah, I'll go with you again. I'll go out. Let's do it. We push out, same village, all that jazz. We're taking javelins, we take uh, some matadors, the uh, the 90 millimeter rockets. We took a couple of those things, and we we went down the road from the village. We linked up with uh, Ukrainians. That were just kind of tuckered into like the the tree line, and as we were there, we saw a drone up, and we're we're like screaming at our buddy, um, like who's who's that? Like you're going with the radio, you know. Uh. And honestly, we were we were way too aggressive on him. I feel like you know, um, but at the time, like you just need to know that shit. Uh, he's like, it's Russian. I think it's Russian. So we're like, we got to get the fuck out of here. We're a bunch of dudes with javelins, and they're kind of not okay with that if they see us. Like, we obviously just killed a BTR yesterday. Like, once a javelin's in an AO, they start hunting javelin guys for the most part. And lo and behold, like, we peeled back to get to our ambush site. We, We got there a different way. We just peeled back and went through some other tree lines to get to it. And, like, 500 meters away is that Ukrainian unit that we had linked up with in that tree line, and three fucking Russian attack helicopters were just strafing the shit out of it, and it was like, that was some pucker factor. Like It was like, oh, fuck, dude, just hearing like the 30 mils go off from their auto cannons, and then the rockets going, it was just bonkers, and we're in like a sparse tree line, like it's not thick, um, not thick at all, so my buddy, uh, sniper buddy, he he's peering over with his glass, he's looking at the tree line opposite to us, like towards the Russian lines, and he. He saw a like a C two video or C two vehicle, so command and control, and then a tank, like just hunkered into the tree line, and like at cupola level, so they could just fire machine guns if they wanted, and they don't have to fire the main gun at us. So we we actually had to scrub that mission, just because it was like, one they have attack helicopters out, and we don't have stingers on us, so. What's the point there? And two, I can't hit one of those vehicles through a tree line with a javelin. Like it's just not going to happen. And if we just stay in that tree line any longer, we're probably gonna get dusted by again, the attack helicopters. So we peel back just, a unfortunately just not a successful mission, not a failure, but not a successful one. We peel back. And the entire time we were doing this mission, I just started getting like more and more headaches. And I thought I was just dehydrated because I was getting like dizzy and shit. Um, but it honestly just kept getting worse, just um, worse and worse and worse, until eventually, like we made it back to the safe house. I just racked out. Uh, I mean, for the most part, I just like took a nap. Um, still had headaches when I woke up. I uh, kept telling her doc, and he was like, "Yeah, man, we'll we'll probably have to get you know, like you know a CT scan when we get back to Kiev or something, something along those lines," because um, he understood that it was most likely a TBI at that point. Um... So, I don't know exactly when we left Aparigia area, but, like, maybe a day or two after that last mission that I was on, we went back to Kiev. We, first we stayed at a hotel um, for free, fortunately. And then we made it back to Kiev. And from there, we were at a safe house where our doc had set up an appointment for myself and my sniper buddy because we were both, like, showing symptoms of TBIs. Um, I started getting like nauseous all the time. Uh, I've never gotten car sick in my life. I've started to get car sick like every single time I was in a vehicle as soon as it started moving. Um, it was dry heaving. Um, it became very hard to talk pretty well. Like my speech was becoming a little slurred. Everything just kind of slowed down mentally. Um, and the headaches were just like overwhelming. So uh, my doc actually gave me Traumadol for it and some ibuprofen and all kinds of Eventually got the CT scans done. They said I had a cerebral contusion. So it's like, I, I guess... Like Bruising? Yeah.
0: yeah. I didn't, why do I know that? I don't have no idea. I feel yeah. like I know that though.
1: Yeah. But
0: hmm. Yeah. I had, a T, I had a TBI as well. Hmm. But I don't remember. Maybe that's what I remember it from. I, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Your, your memory <laughs> is going to get a little bit more shot as you yeah. get older, which kind of sucks for you. What was it from? The artillery rounds? Um,
1: most likely, yeah. uh, so
0: I, I had a, I have a, I have an interesting artillery story. that happened to me that it's, I, so you talk about things going in slow motion. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was in a, this is really quick by the way. It's not gonna be the same as yours in a sense that I wasn't in, inside of a house. I was in a, a makeshift inside these collat walls mm-hmm. with these really, it's just mud walls. Essentially we had built this, this really tower just, it just to watch. Salt watchdog. So one of my guys was up there. It was during Ramadan. So it was really hot mm-hmm. and it was in August. So I do a call. I went up to check on him to make sure he wasn't sleeping. He was sitting down smoking a cigarette. So he wasn't doing his job. But I went up there to make sure he just wasn't doing what he was doing. And he was doing exactly what I thought he was mm-hmm. doing. And legitimately, I was up there for like two seconds. Like not even two seconds. I mm-hmm. get up to the top and I hear. So they had. So as he was sitting down like a idiot. They had moved up on the tree line because he wasn't paying attention classic. So they moved up into the tree line, which was literally like this tree line was from 50 50 yards away to 500. Like it's a really long tree line. Mm -hmm. They hit us all the time from there, but he moved up or they moved up. And now we're taking very accurate PKM and RPK fire, which is literally like, I just remember I grabbed the Mark 48, charged it back. And we had... Linked about a thousand rounds together on a 240 Bravo and a 48, both facing the same direction. That's how much contact we took from this one area. I hopped on one, he hopped on the other, and I'm just sending, it. I'm just sending it into the wood line. It's the only way they're going to be coming from. Yeah. Just, just absolutely, just sending it in there. And at the same time, you're, and then I hear, yeah, and it came down just like that. And when I mean they had us dialed, mm-hmm. this culot wall came straight up like this. And these rounds landed at the base of the collat wall, like this, mm, like what it's what it felt like at least. But when it hit, the dirt came up all up in. We just and it was everything went from like like that thing you hear in the video game. That's a real noise. That's a real thing that happens. And I remember it hit, and that was that was the moment I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And that's what your story kind of reminds me of. Is that that's. Same kind of scenario, except I was actually physically shooting back at that time. I just remember the dirt coming up and everything just going slow to, fa- I don't know, fast. Anyway, don't want to really cut really- you off. But uh, So so you move out from Zapzorzia mm-hmm. to back, you go back to Kiv at this point? Yeah. So now you're going back to Kiv. You got CT scan. They did find out you had a TBI. Mm-hmm. So you have a TBI, so you're pretty much useless at this point. You can't really do anything. Uh, meaning he can't. he's not useless, but he can't go back. He, does, he doesn't want to re-injure himself any more than what he already has, yeah. is the best way to put it. Yeah. So do you make your way back to the States then after that?
1: Yeah, I mean, at that point, so there's already some, like, family stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Like, one of my family was just getting surgery and stuff, so I was going to come back here for only, like, a few weeks at that time, but it really just ended up m- be, being me coming back for my own recovery. recovery. So that's really all it's been for me is just being back home recovering this whole time. Like when I first got home, I mean, it just kept getting worse. Like the first like week or two that Mm -hmm. I was starting to show symptoms. And I even talked to a neurologist over in Colorado. Um, The Marcus Institute is really phenomenal for it. They have a great like TBI program. Um, Really phenomenal. Uh, And I actually recently went over there to get evaluated and stuff. And I have, Improved significantly um, because I waited so long and I actually recovered the right way by not. Yeah, yeah, just not doing stuff, which sucks because now I've been so sedentary that I feel out of shape like a motherfucker. But the brain needed it. So just is what it is. Um, But. Yeah. And and what they had said is like it wasn't necessarily one moment that
0: it was compounding. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they, they
1: called it sub concussive. Uh, yeah, I, I like to call it compounding interest, yeah, personally. It it's just yeah. compounding over yeah, time. Yeah, that's just all it is.
0: So how long are you, are you going back over?
1: Yes, I, I do plan okay. on going so back go at back some go, point.
0: You got, what, a month, two months, three months? Do you know exactly? Uh,
1: they said last I talked to them, and that was about two weeks ago, uh, they said two months left of recovery from like 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm not entirely sure. Like, I definitely want to get back there um, at the very least to like just – train guys at the very least just to get guys moving on the javelin stuff um but we'll just have to see honestly yeah
0: is that is that what you got for us that's it that's 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 the that's a story of dakota inside of uh inside of ukraine right. i like it
1: i mean there's plenty of more st- no I, I like
0: it <laughs> i think you're good i like it you never really gave me a count do you know how many uh, in your group of guys you know how do you guys have an estimated amount of russians you guys took out while you were there over the amount of no idea, no uh, we only it.
1: really got the, like machine numbers, yeah. and that's about it. I'm sure it's it's up there. It's definitely up there. I mean, the guys are just so solid. Like they're all they're all pipe hitters. Like, yeah. Honestly, um, there's actually one dude we have never been in combat before, never been in the military before until he got to Ukraine. He was like the only guy we took that was like that, and he's proven to be so solid. Like he's he just absorbs knowledge like a sponge, and he, he's just a great dude. Like, super friendly to everyone. Solid dude. I mean, honestly, all the guys on the team are solid. Like, even the guys that don't like each other. Like, they're all solid. They're all just great guys. And and honestly, like, I was just abundantly fortunate. Like, very, very fortunate to have been accepted into this group in the first place. I mean, I, I truly respect all of them, without a doubt. And not even to mention the Ukrainian forces over there. I mean, they're just... No, I can yeah, assure you, this
0: thing is going to be going on for the next—I don't know past the end of this year for sure. I mean, we're going to go through the winter again. I, I, I've no doubt. Yeah, I do appreciate you coming on, your town, everything. Uh, thanks to everybody who has watched and listened and listened to this this American story that went over to Ukraine. Other than that, I will see you guys tomorrow with another normal, normal update. See so you guys.